getting closer to moving back from Skype to the Artichoke Music Cafe. This time next month, I'll be able to be back sitting across a table from a leader, real live human being. But we've had a nice run of interesting people in the meantime. Next week, I'll be talking with Curtis Salgado, who has a new album coming out. Today, it's singer-songwriter Carl Solomon, no stranger to the Artichoke Music Cafe. Among other things, he's a part of the popular Soldier Songs and Voices, which is now an Artichoke Weekly online Zoom event. Carl has been singing and writing songs for decades, and if you're part of or a fan of that community, you know that. He and I are both from Baltimore, Maryland, but we compared notes on those experiences both before and after we were rolling to spare you that. Meet Carl Solomon. Hello, Carl. Hello, Tom. I have to, I hate to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway, because I hate when people do it, but I'm going to do it anyway. You and I have been talking before we started rolling on this. And it turns out we're both from Baltimore, Maryland, and have a lot in common Except we never met each other. <laughs> yeah. So strange. You even wrote yeah. a you even you even wrote some some pieces for a, a newspaper that I was a publisher for the yeah, a little was, under, uh, underground paper called Harry. Yeah, it was a a couple of political letters to the editor about the state of affairs at the time. <laughs> yeah, well, there always seems to be a state of affairs going on. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. it's a, there's no lack of state of affairs. <laughs> okay, so you are a singer-songwriter, that's that, right? Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, 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 oh, I, I did want to did want to uh, get to the because uh, I could, because we usually do these at, at Artichoke Music, mm-hmm. uh, and we we're just not that we're not, not we're, we're not right now until I get a, a needle in my arm. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you, you've been part of the Soldier Songs and Voices um, online uh, events there, haven't you? Yeah, uh, actually, we started. I think we're in our seventh year, <clears throat> and so when everything hit, um, Bob Howard, the um, director of Artichoke, mm-hmm. offered us the use of their zoom account Mm -hmm. so that we could we could meet for two hours without having to sign off and sign back in again yeah yeah it's been very generous uh, of bob and artichoke Mm -hmm. so yeah we meet um the people that lead us we call us coaches we don't call them instructors because some of us play and some of us have a musical background, <clears throat> whether that would allow teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but coach is is much more comfortable, at least for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, not that we don't do teaching. It's um, and um, the Zoom actually has opened our chapter up. Uh, there's. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a maybe ten chapters around the the U.S. Huh. that called Soldier Songs and Voices. What is it and, exactly? Uh, um, it's a organization, and but each chapter is individually run and those kinds of things. But it it started um, with songwriters teaching returning veterans 
song mm-hmm. songs and um, and guitar for free. Hmm. So if someone wants to learn how to play guitar or write songs and they don't have a guitar, we'll put one in their hands. Hmm. It's gotten a little trickier during the pandemic, I'll but uh, it's 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 and so now because we're on Zoom, we've had other people join us from around the country. We have a gentleman from Oklahoma, hmm. a couple from Texas, Northern California. So it it has um, it really has made it interesting. Um, we've been running about eleven or twelve people every Sunday from two to four. Hmm. What 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 era? Uh, military are they generally all era huh. we, we originally when we, when we were meeting way back when we were meeting at Tabor space initially mm-hmm. and we had a World War two that come in Wow with his son who was a a, a, a vet as well and um, so we have Vietnam era we have all eras um, yeah and you know from Coast Guard to National Guard mm-hmm. to um, so, and we had men and women. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the, one point, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm me. sorry. You go ahead. So at one point we ha- we had more female hmm. veterans in the group than male, hmm. but it keeps it keep cha- it keeps changing. We don't. We invite, but we're not, as I like to say, we're not your fourth grade music teacher. <laughs> you know, we're not going to harangue you. Um, you show up and we'll give you something to do or listen. Um, mm-hmm. We're doing a couple different programs where once a month we bring in a guest coach. We also do what we call the master series, where we present information about a major songwriter and share that with the group. Hmm. And then we have lessons about strumming and pentatonic and mm-hmm. all sorts of musical technical things. So it's not it's not songs about soldiers. It's it's songs whatever the it's songs let me start again it's songs that these veterans are writing which could be about anything i see so we don't say hey we want you to write a song about the first time you fired your gun Mm -hmm. or the first time you put the uniform on we might give people prompts and see what happens Mm -hmm. um so, yeah, so whatever they're writing is we just like the fact that we're sharing our skills as songwriters and musicians with them. Uh, for me, it's a real balancing. Um, I believe in balance. Mm-hmm. And because I get to in the past and hopefully it'll c- come back again, I get to, I've gotten to travel around the country playing music and. That I call that a, that's really a great gift. Yeah. And and so it was. I met a good friend of mine, 
down in Texas at a songwriting retreat out in all the way west uh, east Texas west Texas and he was he's a disabled veteran and he was teaching vets um, songwriting and guitar mm-hmm. at the beginning of this kind of organization and I had just written a song based off of some veterans that were family members and good friends and so I shared it with him and he said you know this is what we're doing and and so I came back to Portland and tried after that to get a group together it didn't work because it has to be a team and then this the next year um, Robert Owen who happens to be our treasurer and also on the board of Artichoke um, came up to me and said I'm I'm interested hmm. and then other people kind of popped in and said hey I want to do this too so mm-hmm. so that's the history seven years ago and uh, well let's let's get into your history a little bit did you have did you have a coach or a mentor when you first started out um, I would say that I had some friends in high school that were amazing guitar players mm-hmm. and uh, they certainly encouraged me. Uh, one of them is the one who taught me right out of high school how to finger pick. Mm-hmm. And I'd been wanting to play guitar for a long time. Um, my dad was a musician, my what, biological father. What did he play? Um, I'm pretty sure he played piano. You mm-hmm. know, he wasn't mm-hmm. around much. He was a, mm-hmm. he was part of, the Alliance uh, was a Jewish acting troupe, hmm. and in the in the late 40s and 50s, and uh, so I think genetically performing and um, music were were genetically Im- imposed into my uh, mm-hmm. background that it took a while to find. Mm-hmm. So I've had for songwriting. Um, couple people really helped initially um one is matt me and i don't know if you've ever met you you have to have met matt mm. he teaches songwriting out of artichoke um he he has a line of if i want to make the analogy of coaching you know coaching trees well matt has a songwriting tree uh, i i can't tell you how many people who took a class from him, have albums out. Hmm. And um, and he does it without, he does it without, you know, harassing and haranguing. Mm-hmm. It's acceptance and it's, um, and he's been doing it for a long time. Well, so you- Matt, Matt would be a primary motivator and mentor for the songwriting well you didn't start out just playing your own songs right you, you, who did you start what, what, what did you start out playing who was your oh, who, 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 who were your heroes um, I would say um, I played Tom Rush Cat mm-hmm. Stevens mm-hmm. Um, some Jackson Brown when he came about mm-hmm. and certainly Dylan 
Yeah, Tom Rush um, is definitely a, an, an unsung hero. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he's, he's amazing. And then I think, uh, I mean, Bruce Springsteen for me, because mm-hmm. there were times where I leaned more to rock than to folk. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, also, I grew up in Baltimore, so I grew up listening to a lot of rhythm and blues and soul music. Hot Rod is my hero. Huh. The DJ. Huh. I have a little air check of his that, that I play on my radio show. Uh-huh. The real Zod. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's where... Um, and I had a... So I was playing that kind of stuff, doing some open mics, at least initially in Baltimore, mm-hmm. as I built up my... But I've been writing forever. And do you do you remember the first song song or first first songs that you wrote what they were about or what what they were like? Um. Yeah, I think the first. I'm trying to think here. What would be the first song? Um. It might have. It might have been a song about my sister. Huh. Who was. A tragic figure in my life. Oh, jeez. Yeah, you know, it was just. Uh, we don't have enough time to tell you the whole story, but. Okay. Um, so I wrote about her. Um, I think I'm trying to think the first time I actually completed a song. It was. I had written poems. Mm-hmm. And then I started putting some of that to music. So I'm trying to think of a good one. Uh, Walk through fire mm-hmm. was the name of one. What, what, what were they? What were they about? What were you writing about generally? I, I was. I'm a I'm a really. I think I'm a really good observer of behavior. Mm-hmm. And my instincts tell me when this the one about walk through fire was really watching somebody torture themselves. Even though in other parts of their life they're pretty, they were a very strong person. But when it came to themselves, they just seemed to be able to um, get scared easily. But if they're working with you or me, they might take the lead. Mm-hmm. And so that was a, that was part of that one. And, and just observing. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I learned to be an observer and remember things. I, I have this memory that it is sometimes I just want to forget. I don't really want to remember everything, yeah. but it it does get stuck that way. So I think I was writing as an observer, mm-hmm. watching people. Mm-hmm. And you know, I when I teach, uh, I like to use the term that. I steal from the moments that people share mm-hmm. and respectfully. I don't, you know, it's not, Yeah. you know, if you, you know, I'm not going to, and, um, and that kind of ties back into some of my counseling background as oh, well mm-hmm. as becoming a, an observer and 
so that's and then listening to learning some open tunings and getting into uh, you know Leo Kotke and John Fahey mm -hmm. and listening to that and you know I didn't think much of I mean I like Dylan and those kinds of things but I didn't think I was really a, a folk person and um, I have to admit that <laughs> I am now <laughs> it, it's just <laughs> And I don't think of it as, you know, I think part of it had to do with whether I was more of a rock side person mm -hmm. or a folk person. Mm -hmm. And and sometimes people want to make sure how do you how do you define your music? And so, right now I I play mostly acoustic. So, uh -huh. were yeah. you were you were you in Oregon when Fahey lived here, when he was alive? I think so. I, you know it. it Faye was it was always initially confusing because his record company was Tacoma. Right. And there's right. Tacoma outside of Washington. Yeah, know, Tacoma so. Park. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to think of the first. Where, where did I see him in town? Well, I've uh, I've, I've talked to the Terry Robb a, a lot about Faye. Mm -hmm. Of course, he he produced Faye's records, a bunch of oh. them, and. Uh, uh, this is an interesting, interesting character, that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and so, and so Matt Meehan was a, a big influence. Um, and I think just some poetry, um, you know, the, the beat poets, mm -hmm. all of that, you know, you know, when they're talking about leaving and travels, mm -hmm. it really... Mm -hmm encouraged me to to travel a lot i've been uh I'm, i haven't gone any place at least for the year but um but before that um before i settled in with a family um you know i've been to um been to europe and morocco yeah. and i never really understood burrows until i had until i had surgery and got a morphine pump yeah <laughs> And then it then it all became yeah. clear to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's um you know, and um it's 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 an interesting lifestyle which I just don't really I like being uh aware with my own skills uh and not from altered states. Mm. Uh, I just seem to miss things sometimes when I'm altered. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know that I'd have, I'd have, that I would have a career if I didn't if I didn't have those states. <laughs> uh -huh. Well, yeah, maybe you know it, it's um, you know maybe I wouldn't either. And uh, you know, for me, it just became. You know, the things in my head needed to get out. Yeah, I understand. It's like uh, back in the in the mid '80s, I was uh, I was writing for one of the supermarket tabloids, and and the only way I could really do that was to get up every morning and and smoke an enormous enormous amount of dope, and uh, and play very loud music, and then I could mm -hmm. then then the most horrible things could could come out of me, and that's uh, that was mm -hmm. how I made my living for a while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Marijuana never 
really impacted me oh. with regards to I never really um, I, I really never can say that I got stoned I mean I I can say that I got a little bit stoned but not a lot <laughs> there were times Tom that I needed to go further than marijuana to well yeah to uh, yeah. enhance yeah. my consciousness yes yes uh, I've been there yeah. <laughs> so um, I saw I saw a video of you playing at the airport. Yeah. Can you still do that? Well, it's it's on hold right now. Ah, oh, too bad. And um, uh, I was doing that for I think I was in my seventh year, somewhere eighth year. I can't remember. Wow. It's it's what I loved about it is. It's free form. Mm -hmm. I, I don't have, I don't have a um, someone to say, well, you need to play these songs. Mm -hmm. It's, and it's, it's such a nice feeling because you really are entertaining people who are stuck in an environment mm -hmm. to have to listen to the head of security every thirty-five minutes yeah. to make sure you feel safe. Mm -hmm. Um, and those other requirements, and uh, it, we are we are volunteers. We are not paid. It's the mm -hmm. I've had discussions with my friends who say, "Why are you doing that?" Because I don't do it anywhere else, mm -hmm. unless for a charity um, event. Um, and I tell them, one, it's. How do I log that many hours everywhere else? Yeah. I mean, I, I've logged, uh, you know, when you talk about that 10,000 hour thing, I'm not sure I believe in all that. But when, yeah, when I'm playing for two and a half hours at the airport and it's, it's, it's great because it, it really ended up moving my performance skill. Hmm. It really raised the level. Yeah. Yeah. And I only play, I would play a cover occasionally, but most of the time I'm playing my own music because I want people to hear it. That's nice. Yeah. And do you get I tips have, there? Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. And so they allow that. Mm -hmm. I mean, technically, anyone who wants to do it had to have a CD because that would be the reason why you would have money on your table. Gotcha. And I, I never thought. I had to reorder. I've reordered all of my three CDs from sales, mostly at the airport. <clears throat> so uh, I felt lucky to be doing it. Yeah. I know that they want to bring us back when when it's safe. And mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm <laughs> you know right now it's it's not safe. And they tried for a little while in November, but. It didn't. It, it didn't take. And mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. and and you know, I just met a lot of people. Um, got a lot of shows that way too. People come up and ask me if I wanted to do this or do that. Yeah, this this year has been, I think, um, acceptance and patience has been the uh, yeah. key key to surviving this and. There's times where I'm not doing very well with that, but right. uh, it's moving right. on. 
Actually, it's it's almost a year since um, I had a show last Groundhog Day. Did you? <laughs> yeah, um, for a fundraiser for uh, um, a local community garden, Woodlawn Garden. Mm-hmm. And and then my last, then I had a leap year show at Artichoke. Mm-hmm. And thank God we didn't move it down to the Ives of March because it wouldn't have happened. Yeah, really. <laughs> And and so otherwise, you know, it's I can't wait to be stuck as well. A couple of weeks for us. Just a couple yeah. couple more weeks, and, uh, and we, we'll get jabbed, and, and uh, things will be about the same. <laughs> right. And I mean, I I do have to say that the 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 time I've spent this year, I've done a lot of writing, so mm-hmm. I've got a lot of new songs. Are any of them political? Uh, yes. One called "The Crime of Silence." Mm-hmm. And if you like, I'd be glad to send that. Why don't you send that? And what we'll do is we'll put it on the end when we're when we're finished talking. Okay. All right. Good. So what's okay. that about? Um, as you remember, back in the late '60s, early '70s, um. You probably read Ramparts magazine. Oh, sure. Yeah. So on the back page of Ramparts magazine, they had um, a petition called The Crime of Silence, Hmm. which meant that in case of – based off the Nuremberg trials, Hmm. where a lot of the population in Germany after World War II said they didn't know what was going on. Yes, yes. So that concept of a crime of silence hmm. um, can can be in a variety of different places. Uh, of what we say, what we do, do we look the other way? And that that concept's been rolling around in my brain for a while. Mm-hmm. And watching the 45th president um, do what he did to this country. Uh, I had a couple other songs that were expressive, but not very good. Hmm. So crime of silence is, is when do you speak up? Uh, you know, when is, um, I was just looking for that. Okay, it's all right. <laughs> okay, so you know when it, it's it's that moment when when do you, when do you de, when do you decide that mm-hmm. you need to speak and not just on Facebook? Yeah, um, because um, I use it. Mo- Facebook is mostly for music i don't have any kittens or puppies and (laughs) i don't put that stuff out so it really speaks to um begins with the the line the kind of i am a good man Mm -hmm. on that you on that you can depend Mm -hmm. i am a good friend i will not condemn i keep my promises to the till the end 
I am a good man mm -hmm. on whom you can depend. So it starts that way. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a pretty I, – I think of it as a strong political statement. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, so um, I'm proud of that. It's a co-write. Yeah. I like co-writing. and uh, With, with who? Uh, with a, a good friend of mine who's based in East Texas, mm -hmm. Randy Lewis Brown. He mm -hmm. has a new album out mm -hmm. called Ray to Crow. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was in town, and uh, we got together, and, uh, and I've known him for quite a while now. Great. Yeah. Great. Great. So uh, that's the strongest political statement that I have right now. I have a... I've written songs about my grandfather now, mm -hmm. um, and that hopefully the, all of that will be part of a new album. Mm -hmm. um, I'm still deciding. I've got all these roughs, and so I have to look at them and say what what goes together, what doesn't, mm -hmm. and and looking for. I think I'm looking for a producer. I've already self-produced everything myself, mm -hmm. all, all of the three albums. And I'm real happy with those three CDs. I think it, it shows a progression in my musical and songwriting ability. And, mm -hmm. and, uh, and it has, and they seem to be well-received. Well, good. I'm on, yeah. Good. Well, listen, all those Car other things like Spotify and so yeah. it's, it's uh, yeah. People can listen to my stuff uh, yep. on Pandora and Spotify. Yeah, yeah. Well, your your website will, will be up on this page when, oh, great. when it goes up. Well, listen, Carl, thank you very much for, for your time. Really well, appreciate thank you, it. Tom. And uh, yeah, fellow and fellow Baltimorean. Yeah, you know, uh, it's uh, between Edgar Allan Poe and Frank Zappa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Frank Zappa lived a couple of blocks down from me on Park Heights Avenue. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Well, in that neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. I, I never met him or anything, or maybe I did and didn't know it. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was a little well, thanks, kid. Thanks, Tom. We were both little this kids. This has been the nice, nice conversation. Okay. I even, even have coffee that I've been drinking. That's good. <laughs> All right, Carl. Thanks a lot. Hey, have a good one. That's entertainment. I am a good man on whom you can depend. I am a good friend I don't judge I don't condemn I keep my promises I will not bend I am a good man On whom you can depend I was a witness I watched the scene unfold Safe at my distance I felt the wind turn cold I saw him strike I saw her fall I was a witness I watched this scene unfold Is there a crime of silence? Is it wrong to hold your tongue? Is it another kind of violence To stand by and watch injustice done?
silence within the siren's wail Crumbling copper and steel Now quiet takes her place As they pull the sheet across liberty's face My country I don't recognize I did not ever realize I did not ever realize My country I don't recognize Is there a crime of silence? Is it wrong to hold your tongue? Is it another kind of violence To stand by and watch injustice done To stand by and watch injustice done